Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Continental Tyres, AFL Trade Radio. Let's um, let's get Tony Barber in, shall we? And now, let's go shopping. It's delivery time. It's time for Sando's Shopping List. Oh, hello. This week's supercharged. <laughs> was, that, was that in yesterday? No, it wasn't. Someone's hit turbo on that this oh, afternoon. Johnny Tam's done his finest voiceover work. Fantastic. And can I just hear that one more time, please? Just just one more time before we get to it. And now, let's go shopping. It's delivery time. It's time for Sando's Shopping List. <laughs> i tell you what. Well, the budget here uh, is no expense spared. Well, can I can I get that? Um, can I get that? I oh, wouldn't mind that as my ringtone or <laughs> my, yes. my text alert. I, I really love that. Uh, I like that. Of course, set a shopping list. Been a big hit this week uh, for Ego Power Tools. Think outside with the Ego Power Plus, yep. fifty-six volt battery range of outdoor power equipment. Sando, and we're we're going to one of your old clubs today. Yeah, the Crows, um, and. They are the youngest and least experienced side. They've been in a, a serious rebuild now for three or four seasons. Um, I really like the way they played this year. I know uh, they had some great wins. Um, probably a bit disappointed with that final game of the season. They they would have liked to win that last showdown of the year against Port Adelaide. Um, but that's a disappointing way to finish. They lose Luke Brown, who's been a great uh, young, uh, sorry, a great small defender for the Crows uh, back since two thousand and twelve. Um, he'll be missed, um, and we expect Matt Crouch to request a trade, although there are some rumours across in Adelaide that the Crows might just hold him to his contract and make him fight it out. Um, and the other one is yep. Billy Frampton, who's who's been mentioned um, as potentially ending up at Collingwood. But like I said, I like the way they play. They, they play a contested style. Uh, they get from contest to contest. They play with great energy. They tackle hard. Their defensive pressure's excellent. But they've got too much of the same through the midfield, and uh, that's no secret. Um, I know the Crows won't say that publicly, but when you look at at, at Laird, Sloan, Keys, Crouch, even Scholl, um, um, and even Schoenberg, they're they're all the same person. They're all um, almost like that uh, Spider Man when they're pointing at each other. You know, we're we're all the mm. same person. So what they need is some variety through that midfield. They need some speed. Um, either some bigger bodies um, or some guys that can get in there and create a bit of havoc and explode out of contest, which um, which I just think they have to go through through the draft. When you look at potentially trading players or, um, you know, Narkel might be a good one. You know, Narkel who got uh, yep. sped out at, at the Cats this week, um, he could provide a bit, of, a bit of sharpness around contest. He's got speed. Um, has he got the engine to run through the midfield? I'm not sure. Um, they have had some success, though, bringing players in. You know, Seedsman has been really serviceable coming across from Collingwood and Keys. we know has been great coming down from Brisbane. Um, he was their acting captain for a lot of this season with Sloan out. But um, I think that's the area uh, that they need to focus on firstly um, is potentially look to trade Matt Crouch. I'm not sure where he fits though. We talked about it with Tom Mitchell. Um, you can't have two or three of those guys in your same midfield. He's a very good player. He's the best and fairest winner at the Crows. Um, clean, extractor. Um, good decision maker, but not a penetrating kick and no speed. Um, so that would concern clubs. So I'm not sure what they would get in return if they if they could find uh, a, a, another home for Matt Crouch. Um, but yeah, I think I would start with midfield. Um, I don't mind their defence. There's mm. there's some experience in defence. There's some stability down there. It looks like 
Um, I'm a little bit concerned about haven't no one's really stood up as the replacement for Taylor Walker. Um, he had a great season. Um, we saw the emergence of Darcy Fogarty. Uh, he had a really good second half of the year. He started to kick some goals and we saw his power. Um, but is it Phil Thorpe? Um, we talked about Frampton. Um, they've got a lot of small forwards, which was why I was scratching my head with the Isaac Rankin yeah. one. So you've got McHenry, Murphy, James Rowe, uh, Ben Davis, you know, Rochelle, um, who started uh, his first year as a sort of a medium-sized forward. But it, I guess they hope he'll end up as a uh, one of those explosive mids that I, I, I spoke about. But, yeah, I think – I think with Rankin coming in, um, they need him to go in the midfield. Short burst, a little bit like we talked about. Well, a lot of our listeners have mentioned Isaac Rankin needs to become the 2022 version of uh, mm. Shea Bolton. Mm. That would be what the Crows would be asking for or hoping for. But, yeah, that's that's my summary of the Crows. Yeah. Um, I reckon so. I, I can see them improving next year, but I still think the road is is a long one for the Crows. I think the game style is right. I think the coach is right. Uh, but they still need to keep um, finding a bit more talent for this list. When when I put a blanket over that whole group, I just don't think there's enough A-graders that just pop up straight away. And I think the top sides, when you look at like this year's two grand finalists, mm. look at Melbourne, uh, look at Brisbane, um, scattered like there's lots of, there's lots of A-graders through 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 those four clubs. But I think that's the challenge now with the Crows. Keep going to the draft. Keep obviously they're going to bring in Rankin but keep trying to look for A-grade talent that they can hold on to. Righto, Sando's uh, shopping list, uh, the supercharged uh, piece of audio. The stinger got him up and about. We go from uh, Adelaide, a little bit of Saints, and now into West Coast. What do they need on the list, Sando? Um, well, it's unusual that you see a side who is this old. And when I say this old, they've got the second um, uh, second oldest age list at the moment, and they finished right at the bottom of the ladder. So it's... It's unusual, they, and it's pretty clear what they have to do, Sam. They have to really overhaul this list now. They won a premiership in 2018. They've got pick two, so how do they mm. use that? Um, now, it's obvious people will be listening saying you just pick the best talent, but uh, when you look at Kautumi's latest rankings and how he sees the phantom draft, um, there's a there's – a, well, the first West Australian that comes up is a guy called Ruben Ginby, um, who's, who's a – uh, midfielder who plays high high uh, back as well. He would be the perfect fit, I think, for West Coast. They're, they've still got a great midfield. You look at Tim Kelly, Yo, Shuey, Gaff, Sheed, um, but they're all old. They're all old. They're, yeah. they're at the I know what you're twilight saying. of their yep. careers, um, and they've been great players for West Coast for a long time. But who are the young ones coming through? Who are the exciting young midfielders that are going to burst into this team and have a huge impact? They I just can't see them on their list at the moment. So I think that's where they go with the draft is yep. take your your best talented West Australian midfielder. Um, and that just gives you a bit of safety. And we've seen that. We've talked about it all week, Sam, about the players that have that go home factor. But yeah, even though you've got pick two, you maybe shuffle around a few picks if you think he's going to, if he's going to drop like Cow thinks to pick eight. But I think there's a bit of um, security and it'll be the smart decision to pick the best talented West Australian mid for the West Coast. Right. Um, they lose Josh Kennedy. So there's their forward line still Jack Darling and Oscar Allen, who are great players. You've got Liam Ryan there and Jamie Cripps. Once again, they're not spring chickens. They're not They're not kids, but um, they're very good players. Well, Oscar um, is at least. Oscar's on the right side of the uh, the equation. Um, yep. And they'll get him back, obviously. He had a, a shocking run this year, but he's only 23. So a lot of upside there at least. Petrocelli's a good player. Uh, Jermaine Jones is a good player. Uh, Jake Waterman, um, 
is a is a good high forward. He plays a little bit of wing as well. Um, Rioli Junior. We expect to go to Port Adelaide. Yep, yep. So um, so they they lose a small forward there. So I just think it's across across the midfield and that that forward group. You just keep bringing the best young talent. So I don't think it's through trades, Sam. I think this is a side that will be heavily invested in the draft. Um, and then again, down back, you look um, McGovern, Barras, Hearn. They're they're old. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're good players, but they've been around for for a long time. So I think you just keep refreshing the list now. Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's going to take time. Pretty simple formula for the West Coast Eagles: get the best young talent with preference in your early picks with local kids. If yeah. you, if, if if that works out. Gee, there was a bit of smoke. Uh, no fire, I must stress. But there was uh, uh, the jungle drums were beating for a while around Mitch Georgiades and where the West yeah, Coast would approach Port yep. Adelaide and t- pick two might have been come involved with that. I'm not sure if that came off the back of the Junior Rioli stuff, but it was around nonetheless. And yep. and the power were mindful of that. They were um they were uh, wary at least. They were bracing themselves that West Coast might come, but. Uh, nothing to that end. So well, there uh, would be questions, though, Sam. And this was my role when I was coaching the Crows. I would do the same thing. I would say to our list management committee, um, "Yeah, tell me all the South Australians who are playing for other clubs, who are either coming out of contract, um, who are, who are not, or, or who are not getting regular games, sort of just in that sort of fringe. But we think it would be appealing for them to come back home. So that would be happening at West Coast and Fremantle." Um, and Adelaide with Rankin. We were speaking yeah. about Rankin before. I mean, he's a South Australian. You've got to ask the question. Every year you've got to, get, yeah. you've got to call, call the manager and just say, um, I might be wasting my time, but how is player X feeling and how's he going? Would there be any interest about coming? And coming maybe that's where the George Hardy stuff started, perhaps, because yeah. he would be a great pickup for then. WA kid, obviously, with it all ahead of him as a promising young forward, you lose Josh Kennedy. Imagine if you're able to pair yep. him with Oscar Allen for the next 10 This years. is a great club too. West Coast are one of the, one of the best clubs in the AFL. They're, they're very well ran. They've got incredible facilities over there. They've got a huge supporter and fan base. Uh, they play at a great stadium. Um, the only downside is every second week, you've got to jump on a four-hour <laughs> flight across to Melbourne yeah. or um, you know Brisbane or whatever to to play um, your games. But uh, yeah, I, I expect West Coast to use this period pretty quietly through the trade, maybe try and get in some more picks. But I think um, I think we'll see them for two or three years here, go heavily in the draft and pick the best young talent they can. Um, let's go back to your uh, your shopping list. We're with North Melbourne. Yeah, the Kangaroos. This is our last side. Um, it's pretty straightforward, I think, for the Kangaroos. They're on a, on a obviously on a on a rebuilding phase, um, they they just need the best young talent. And we've said that a, we've said that a lot today around Adelaide and also West Coast as well. They've got some veterans like obviously Jack Zebel, Ben Cunnington, Todd Goldstein, who have been incredible servants um, for the club, uh, and they've been awesome. Um, what they have done well though, and sometimes you just need a little bit of time to let these young midfielders grow into a body shape and and type and toughness to match it with the top group. So I think I think the core is there. So I, I really like Jai Simpkin, Luke Davies-Uniak, uh, obviously Jason Horn-Francis, Will Phillips, Tom Powell, Bailey Scott. I think the foundations are set there. Um, and obviously Hugh Greenwood plays um, a really important role in that. Um, I like their key defence with, with Ben McKay. Um, and obviously number one for my shopping list, and it sounds like it'll get done, would be a key defender. Yep. So they're obviously heavily linked with Griffin Lowe coming across from Fremantle. That's a perfect fit. Um, I like Aiden Core, but he probably hasn't stood up how, he, how they expected him to. Um, they've got some running defenders, Aaron Hall, Luke McDonald, Kane Turner. Uh, but, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing um, that sort of um, Braden Maynard type, you know, that big, strong, mm. key, uh, not, not key defender, but strong defender that can play 
tall and small that uh, that's that's really hard to play against. Almost like a Cam Zerhar that plays back. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and talking about their forward line and Cam Cam Zerhar, I think you build your forward line around Larky and Zerhar. Obviously, it's great that Zerhar signed on to stay, but um, this will sound ridiculous when I say it, but they need forwards that can kick goals. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, of course they do. That's <laughs> yeah. that's obvious. But what what I mean by that is now the game's evolving, the game's changing. There's so many forwards now, and we've seen that like with say Richmond, where a lot of their like their small forwards yeah. are not there to kick goals. Well, they are there to kick goals, but they're there to pressure and chase and and keep the ball and create scores from turnovers. But one of those um, um, high energy, smart high forwards, like a like a like a young Jack Gunston type, you know, who's who's mobile, gets up the ground, gets back inside fifty. You know, like a, a thirty to forty um, goals per season type is what is what they need. But interesting, it's they've they've, they've got pick one. So w- what do you do with that? Obviously, you bid for um, Ashcroft, which won't go through. But do you just take the next best player, which will be a midfielder? Um, and you know, Cal Cal Toomey's uh, phantom draft is great. It sh- gives you a really good insight to where the talent is. Um, or do you do what one of our uh, listeners called in about today? Do you do you give up pick one and split it and and look for two picks inside ten and twenty, um, mm. and then go again hard in the in the early twenties in this uh, sort of in the second round. But because as you say, they're not going to get the best player in the draft because, well, in the eyes of most, yeah. Well, because... they're going to get a, another great young mid. Yeah. Is, is that what they need? I mean, yes, they do need to keep refreshing their their list and look to, and look to rebuild. Griffin Logue would be would be a great one. Um, still question marks around the ruck position with obviously Goldstein in his in his age, um, Coleman Jones and 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 Cherry. Um, you know they're they're probably not the A graders, so yeah, it's gonna be an interesting time for mm. North Melbourne in this trade period, and it's great to. I mean, I'd I'd love hearing that if I'm a North Melbourne fan. Is Brady Rawling saying they're going to be really active? Okay, let's see then. If you're going to be active, let's let's see who you, who you can bring into the into our club. Um, but I think the foundations there; they're just going to need a little bit more time. Pick one, then back to fifty-five. But of course, they got that uh, that compensation package or that uh, help package from the AFL that. Uh, gave them a future second and a future third. So that's how Logue happens and Darcy Tucker's involved and um, Hunter Clark's been linked as well and Brad Hill. So Alistair Clarkson, yep. at least when he has been involved, has been wanting to bring in some established talent at least to um, yep. to tread water for a little while, uh, if you like, while bringing in um, the kids. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Also, 